Guys, the Inside Dirt Show is brought to you with thanks from these partners, Recoverate, Recoverate, expand on your body's ability to heal, recover, and achieve your personal best every time you hit the track. Hydrate is a new product being released this week. Hydration, electrolytes, and performance in one dilutable supplement. This is a personal favorite of mine, guys. I use it at the track every time I ride. Helps with cramping, helps with concentration, and just general uh, wear and tear on your body. So check it out, recoverate.com for more info. And also, a big thanks goes out to MX Raps. MX Raps are an established graphics company coming out of South Australia, and these guys are making the push onto the big stage nationwide this year. They have an incredible product in what is a very crowded space of graphics companies, and we all know that there is a lot of companies out there. But I tell you what, these guys' products, I'm using them right now. I've got them on my new kit, on my new bike. You can check that out on my Instagram, and their products are second to none. Easy fit material, no excess trim, goes straight on and looks amazing. Quality products, amazing customer service, and an easy ordering process via their website with easy customization for your perfect graphic kit seat covers graphic kits jersey prints and more visit mxraps.com.au for more info and with that show the sponsor some love let's get to the show well we're supposed to be 8 a.m it's 8 40 a.m because darnell official was late to the office what's happening darnell i got stuck in traffic yeah that's what they all say (coughs) you need to just move the studio closer to my house yeah, I would, but there's not there's not a lot of office space in Redneck, but nowhere hills. Of- <laughs> Dude, we got a what have we, we got a servo, we got a subway, we got a kebab shop, we got an IGA. It's not that bad. Okay. I mean, I did get stuck behind a tractor this morning, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> All right, guys. So look, it's uh, Monday, fifteenth of March. Silly season is officially over. Um, we have had a couple of uh, state based, um, not preseason races, just state. Championships kick off, uh, sunny state in Queensland and the uh, East Coast at Canberra on the weekend. Um, they all, did they have a round at Maitland earlier in the year? No, got cancelled though, got oh, rained yeah, out. So yeah. this was round one for East Coast. So I was just doing my head because I'm like, isn't that the New South state? But it isn't, no, it's just East Coast. It's but East Coast, yeah. It's still state based, kind of. But it was a big lineup. Like there was a big lineup of pro guys at, um, at Canberra. At Canberra, and there was a big pro lineup at, uh, um, Harvey Bay as well. So we're going to kind of chat about that a little bit. We're going to chat about Supercross a little bit. Um, this is a, not, not a filler episode, but this is one of those episodes that's going to bridge us over. We were going to announce um, on this show our latest partnership and our um, new show that we have coming up for the ProMX uh, recap shows. We've got some new sponsors and exciting new partners and a bit of distribution deal going on there. But um, we're probably going to put that out next week now. So uh, once Don Hill pulls his finger out and designs some artwork, we'll put it out. I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah. i got a day job. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get into it, Don Hill. Uh, like I said, it's... So what are we now? We are... I think we're a month... We're a month, month out. out. Month out from Primax kicking off. Jesus, we're a month out. I have so much work to do. Yeah, it's a bit going on. And, um, you know, let's kick things off. We'll talk about Harvey Bay real quick because yeah. I believe you got some results from Harvey Bay up I've on got, the screen. Yeah, I've got results from Harvey Bay. East Coast MX. <laughs> a little hard to get results out of them. Yeah, the website looks, um, looks a little... How do we say it? (laughs) Anyway, moving on. It's not ideal. Um, I I know two things from Harvey Bay. I've been. um, We actually have an article going out from Harvey Bay today. When you post it, okay. (laughs) Um, 
on the Inside Dirt website. We've got a few things going out on the Inside Dirt website today. Uh, we've got the YouTube um, feature length video Regan. from the Regan Duffy interview, yep, uh, which is going to be cool. And we also have um, some editorial from Harvey Bay uh, with um, that's from Mickey uh, from Postmodo. He's doing some correspondence work for us from Queensland. Mickey was going to come on the show this morning, uh, but I kind of messaged him about ten o'clock last night, and uh, he also had some day job obligations today. So yeah. um, you don't get the real world, do you? <laughs> like it's just Joe's world. We're all just living in it. No, I mean, I get that people have day jobs. Yeah, you, know. you just wish that they didn't. <laughs> it would make my life easier. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I know that I chatted to him. He he sort of gave me the down low on it all. And also, I watched Joel Evans' Private Eater Pro. Um, I got to watch that. YouTube. Watch that one, yeah. It's a pretty good episode actually. It covers a lot of Harvey Bay and uh, looked like Evans was on it. Man, he's getting some starts and. I see you got taken. Did you get taken out on a site lap? Yeah, I'm not sure what went down there. I kind of, I'll be honest, I was watching it whilst the, the kids were doing their thing and I was cooking some lunch and I kind of saw a bit of that. Should have called Joel. Um, but here's the other thing I didn't really want any guests today either because, I mean, realistically, the guys that ran up front at Canberra and Harvey Bay, mm. they're going to be the guys running up front at oh, yeah. Primax. So I didn't want to start with the how was your race? How was your weekend? Because mm. we're going to be doing that in a few weeks. For the for one faggy, yep. So, um, kind of thought we'd save that for uh, when we when we need it. Right. Speaking of one faggy, did you go down and ride there? I did last Sunday. Was it death, dude? <laughs> um, yeah. Anyone listening? Eh? Any? Yeah, I have. I have. Uh, well, I tell you, <laughs> one faggy basically made me realize that I either um, I need to ride more, yeah. or I need to quit. Yeah. Like, because you can't ride for fun and um, ride one faggy and ride one faggy. No, no, I learned you know that. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Um, so, yeah, for any of you guys listening to this race in Montague and you haven't ridden at that track before or for a long time since the MX Nationals was there, uh, she going to be gnarly. <laughs> like, um, they put a decent amount of sand on top, but it's still got the hard base. Um, it was kind of a lot of straight line ruts, a um, lot of square edges, a lot of really sharp bumps, deep holes. Those rollers around the, like the backside. Yeah, yeah. There's the rollers going away towards the start line. Yeah. Um, they're way scarier than they look mm. when you're watching them on TV or commentating. Oh, they're yeah. like fourth gear on a 450. You should. Yeah, I've seen our our good friend Aki Rush cartwheel to one two five through there. My God, was it impressive? <laughs> I've also seen Bryce Van Sluten hit Yuriev Konski. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Yuriev hit Bryce, he, put him into the water. Yeah, into that's the right. Taps. Didn't Yuriev whiskey off the end of the whoops? Yeah. That was at the Vix, wasn't it? Yep. Um, I think it was actually a gippy. It wasn't a Vic. So yeah, that's right. Even more important. Oh, dude. Uriev can get loose sometimes. Um, yeah, and then there's that right-handed set of rollers off that big yeah. step up. And that's hard work on a 125, let me tell dude, you. Dude, I, I, I was going roll, roll, double, and then double over the step up at the end. Yeah. But the fast guys double, double, double the whole way through. Yeah. And it's really scary because it's breaking loose. There's no bum coming in. They're off-cambered. They're, they're you know, um, right side, throttle side down. It's really hard to kind of pivot and keep the bike, and it's sandy and man. But yeah, so that track um, for everyone that's going to race there, it's going to get extremely rough. It's the time of year where it's not going to be a mudder like one thaggy can be. Although, <laughs> although yeah, I probably shouldn't say that. It's first week of April. It can either be twenty five degrees and perfect, or it can be four degrees and piss and rain. Yeah, I man, actually, that's a bit of a rough call, isn't it? But we've had round one there before. Plenty of times. Yeah. It, it was hot the day I was there last weekend. It was really hot. And um, there was some pro guys there. Not, I think a lot of the Beatons crew had ridden there the day before, so they weren't actually riding on the public day. But um, 
that track is going to be it's going um, to be a workout so you guys that if you if you've got a month of training left and you're listening to this um go find some sand go find some square edge hard based sand. have they got any more ride days before round one well gippsland regionals is there this weekend mm. coming which is going to be um going to be pretty wide open i'd say yeah, I think that'll be a pretty stacked gippy. That's what I'm saying. It'll be, it'll be a lot of fast guys. Um, but yeah, I, I pretty much uh, at one year I hadn't been right. I put in a big stint before Christmas, right? Like three months, and I rode like at least once a week, um, and was really, you know, kind of got my groove back, got my fitness back, and then Christmas and the holidays never even happened, and then it just didn't get a chance to ride much. And then I went to one year on Sunday, and I'd ridden maybe three or four times since January, and my God. Like there was juniors coming by me. There was, I was getting smoked. And uh, yeah, so then I went to Rosebud Tuesday night. I uh, went to Ride Park yesterday. I'll probably go to Rosebud again Tuesday. I'm going to go ride Private Trek Thursday night. Yeah. But I'm probably going to race some vets this year. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, because riding makes me a better person. Like I'm a real asshole. I'll be a terrible just... mechanic for you if you want. Oh, I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. No, I. Um, we were riding two fifty two short yesterday as well. Yeah, dude, so much fun. See, is, I there, like, is there a funner bike than a YZ two fifty? No, not at all. I really wanted to get one. Yeah. Before I got my Suzuki, I swear I was in the market. I wanted to get a two stroke just to have some fun on. But um, I also didn't want to sell my kidney to pay for one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the secondhand bike, you know, like a brand new. This is the one thing I don't get. Like anyone at Yamaha listening to this, mm. here, here's my theory. Mm-hmm. We're way off topic, but it's cool. This is a casual show. Yeah, I mean, we were going to talk about. We'll, we'll bring it back. back. We'll get there. We'll bring we'll it back. Twelve thousand dollars, I think. How much is the RRP on a Yami two fifty? Yeah, I think it's twelve grand. Eleven nine ninety or something. Like yeah. That. Okay. I can Google it. Yeah. I'm, all right. I'm not that fast, right? Eh? <laughs> I had a big weekend. My hands are a little shaky. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they're about twelve grand. I know right. the Kato's are around there somewhere. Well, right? I know I, I can I can tell you for a fact that a Gas Gas MC two fifty F is eleven and a half thousand dollars. Yeah, okay. Not like you've been creeping on one. No, I haven't been looking at them at all. The red KTM, dude, I like them. They look so good. But so, so there's a KTM with red frame and red yeah, plastics. Yeah, shut up. Whatever. Uh, what are we looking at? Why is that two fifty? I'm just trying. To, sorry, doing the old bike sale search here. Yeah. So, look, you can get a twenty twenty for ten grand. Okay. All right, cool. Mm. 10 Gs. Okay. Yeah. I struggle with that because I raced, I had two 252 stroke Yammies back in 2011. Yeah, 12, $12,049 for a brand new 2021. All right. Okay. So that's basically the same price as a 450, give or take a grand. Unless it's a Honda. Unless it's a Honda. Or, but it's in the ballpark, yeah. right? And the same price as a new 250F with, within a thousand bucks, right? That bike is the same bike <laughs> that that I I rode um, my freestyle career on. Like in America, I bought like 09. Bought, nah, nah. That bike changed in 05 and other than suspension upgrades. I bought a couple of them in America in 06 for like five grand each. Yeah, in 06. <laughs> um, I had two or three in Australia when I started racing again in 2011 because I was just racing MX2. And... Again, I bought like a new one and a second hand one. Or whatever. Oh, it wasn't even I don't know, it wasn't that much. Then now, like there's there's O nines and shit on on like buy swap sell or, or you know, bike sales yeah. for like nine grand, eight grand. <laughs> the new ones are twelve grand. Did I miss did I miss something here? Is what I'm saying. Like no. wouldn't you if you were Yamaha, you'd say, Okay, why is there one twenty five? Why is there two fifty? 
Eight grand, nine grand. No. At worst. You would say, no. okay, right, I get why they're doing it because bikes are sold out everywhere, so why would they discount them? But if you wanted an entry-level price point bike for, <clears throat> excuse me, for the market, yeah, you would say, hey, Mr. Yamaha in Japan, <laughs> these jigs to make these bikes, these yeah. cases and frames and motor parts and whatnot, yeah. they pay for themselves about 20,000 times over. <clears throat> so why don't we make these entry-level bikes a lot cheaper and mum and, yeah, dad, and dad can buy two of them instead of one of them. And But I get it's all units and production, and I probably don't know what the hell I'm talking yeah. about. But <laughs> All right, so you know you said you were a ballpark figure for a 250F. Yeah. A factory edition KDM 250 SXF mm. is almost 15 grand. Yeah, I mean, I know the factory edition. I mean, yeah, it's got the acro pipe and it's, yeah, you know, the triple clamps, the hubs, or whatever else. But a stock one is still $12,500. Yeah. I mean... That's a lot of money. That's um, a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But look, dirt bikes are a lot of money. I still don't, you know, it is what it is. But here's the thing. My 2019 RMZ 450. With bold new graphics. <laughs> thing had done like no hours at all. I got it for six grand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's, it's a good bike. Yeah. You know? Anyway, it just, sometimes, I mean, I know the COVID tax and, and Victoria was yeah. asked about face last year, but... Um, but yeah, to summarize, two two strokes, they're a lot of fun. And I reckon I was oh, about... That's what we were talking about. Sorry, yeah. I reckon I was about five or six seconds lap faster on it than my 450. Were you or did you just feel faster? Because it nah, sounded faster? I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should get a 252 stroke. Yeah, but then I won't get starts compared to the 450. So it's that's like... Better. Anyway, I will, I'll get one. I want both. I just, um, like I said, I haven't found one that's worth buying because I'm not going to remortgage my house to buy a new one. Anyway, um, so let's talk about Hobby Bay. <laughs> 14 minutes in. Yeah, we got there eventually. Hobby uh, Bay. Hobby Bay. Uh, so. Talking to two strokes, Todd Waters. Riding wrote, a 252 stroke. Rode a two stroke at Hobby Bay. In, in the lights in class. In the lights class. And from what Mickey at Postmoto said. He went to, he went one, two, one. Yeah, and he said he was insanely fast on the thing. Mm. And being on a Husky two stroke. That's a fast bike. That's a very fast bike. And Waters is a it's fast a white rider. Gas, gas. It's a white. <laughs> no, well, they actually have a difference. Yeah, like the well, carbon subframe, frame. and there's a few other components that are different on the husky suspension. It's, well, oh. suspension doesn't matter when you're a pro guy anyway, because you're going to be. Yeah, you're going to be. He, is he, he going to be running cone valves, or is he going to be running that? He'd have cone valves. Oh, I don't know for sure, but I'd have to imagine he's going to be running cone valves. Well, that exact fork, a factory. We well, wouldn't be running a full factory fork, would he? <sighs> I don't think he'd need to, to be honest. In Australia, anyway. Anyway, um, excuse me. Yeah, so Waters apparently put the smack down the 250 guys on a 252 stroke. Mm. Um, I read the Moto Online interview with him the other day. Did you see that? No. Did the five questions uh, that, that Alex at Moto Online did with him. And uh, it was pretty cool just listening to him talk about like his own program. He's doing the T-Dub gear, the, the junior development race team, which I've been there and done that. <laughs> it's not an easy task. No. So hats off to him for doing that. I think he's partnered with Ben Shadell. Um up there in Queensland, and he's doing the T Dub protein and everything. Like he's got, it's just a T Dub international T Dub garage, yeah. which I think is like a performance shop or something yeah. up there. Um, well, I was contemplating. He's really setting up for that next stage, isn't he? Well, he's realizing that there's no money in the game anymore. As in, if you just want to be a racer and race eight times a year doing Air Prime X or doing Supercross. Supercross only or whatever it is. The money ain't there no more. I mean, maybe it never was, but the cost of living and everything nowadays, the 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 100 grand you get paid or whatever to be a top guy 
there ain't enough to do anything with nowadays. No. Especially not in the motorsports world where your expenses are so high to be a professional athlete. That's my question, though. Like, because obviously Todd being national champion, how much money has he given up by not having a gear deal? Um, if you're looking at counting dollars, like, <laughs> is he going to make more off his own gear than he would off a gear deal? Short term, no. Long term, yes. Long term, maybe. That's where he's setting himself up for. I mean, it's a very oversaturated market though to try and break into. We've seen a lot of guys try and do it before. No, nah, but I don't. This is the reason I disagree because Todd is doing it the right way. As in, you see all these startups, right? Um, whether whatever it is in the industry, any fucking body nowadays, actually, but. Everyone's like e-com only, yeah? Mm. With what we work in. As in, you know, we manage digital brands, we manage e-com clients, whatever it is. Um, but a lot of that stuff struggles without a regional market to underwrite trying to go national, trying to go So if he's got every local guy at the track running T-Dub gear. Exactly. You get It's very similar to what Tom Carroll did down here with Bolt. Exactly. You the get Gippy it. region was flooded with, with Bolt. Probably still is. You get... Turn your phone off, would you? <laughs> Jesus. My bad. Um, you get a strong local following, mm. kind of cash clash flows your initial yeah. endeavors with it, and then you're able to start doing e-com. Then you're able to start pushing into different areas, different markets. Um, so I think he's doing it the right way, you know? Um, and he's doing it whilst the racing money's still good enough to, it's, to, uh, underwrite, to it. underwrite it, you know? So I think it's a smart move, but, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I think... You know, he's smart. He's doing AORC. He's doing Pro MX. He's doing his gear. He's doing his junior team. Like, he's not, you know, and I think Todd was one of the, he was super critical when he came back from the MXGPs that, that nothing in Australia had progressed. You know, that the MX Nationals was this, that Supercross was that, that the money, the this, the that. And I think um, he's transitioned and, and maybe looked at himself a little bit and said, hey, maybe what am I doing? If, yeah, if I, want, if I want to change, I've got to do something about it myself. And I've always been very vocal and very critical of, I don't know how you can be, there's so many guys, I'm not even going to bother listing them, that they were just racers and that's all they knew and that's what they did. But they never ventured into what happens when... When the racing stops. Yeah. And now they're driving machines, they're laying concrete, they're in the mines, they're whatever. And it's like, I'm not judging. There's nothing wrong with going and making killer money doing construction, but... But are they also the ones that are turning around saying the industry is not helping anyone? It doesn't typically, it. typically they are, you know, and, and they'll fuck the industry. They don't care. It's like, well, you didn't set yourself up for your post-racing career. Um. Anyway, again, we're getting off topic. But Tom Waters goes fast on the two-stroke because I think the, yeah. the moral of this story. Well, I think the the one that for this year in Pro Max, the one we've got to watch, is Jace Cosford. So how did he do at Harvey Bay? Harvey Bay in 250. He's got third. Overall, so I think on moto scores he went. <clears throat> what's that? Four, four, three, four. Um. So I don't know. Is he riding MX One or MX Two Air Pro Max? I don't know, but whatever he's riding, keep an eye on him. Honestly, because we've seen it before, especially like I know it's MXD and it was a few years ago, but that's that. Well, he's been training at Ferris's. Yeah, and that race he had at Ranch. Yeah. Still stands out in my mind. Mm. I know 252 stroke, whatever. No, you Call can it the say, bike, whatever it is. You can say what you want. If you can do it, you can do it. I think you look at um, 
you look at Cosford, like, training at, at Ferris's and whatnot. Like, I think he's got potential. So, he – in MX2. So, he must be riding MX2 at the Nationals there. Must yeah. be training on a 450. Yeah. Um, and what was his results? Uh, I think he went 434 for third overall. Second on points. Okay, Tied cool. with second on points. So, him and Jason, Jay Wilson tied on points. So, read uh, – give me the top five in MX2, please. So, you got Tob Waters, Jay Wilson – Jace Cosford, Jesse Dobson, and Nathan Crawford. Okay. So Followed Nate, by Levi Rogers. So. I think Nato had some sort of mechanical yeah, or a, drama. Yeah, DNF in the last motor. Okay, so that was that. Otherwise, um, you know, that restructures everything because he had he went 2-1 and then, DNF. <clears throat> so he could have gone 2-1-1 or 2-1-2 and would have factored in pretty heavily. Yeah. So basically, I heard that he was going really fast. I heard Dobson was going pretty fast as well. Um, Harvey Bay, that track looks just... Absolutely no fun at all. No. No. Like, it kind of reminds me of one thaggy, actually. Maybe a little sandier. Yeah. But, like, how it looks really good is in the sand, but then it's got the hard base, it's slippery as. It's just going to um, come up and bite you. Yeah, all the time. Mm. Like, that's how I felt at one thaggy when I was riding there last weekend. Like, you cannot relax for one second because yeah. as soon as you unweight your peg or you ungrip your inside you stop having that or, momentum. It's just... Well, it just slides, stands you up, or it slides, low slides you, or, you know, you hit a hole that you just weren't prepared for, and it, you know, sends your spine in a, a funny direction. But it's it's gnarly, you know. Those tracks are no joke, and... Um, yeah. You look at the depth in these, like, you call them states or regionals or whatever they are. <clears throat> you look at the depth, the depth in these classes, like, there's the top 10 in the 250 class at Harvey Bay, mm. could possibly, you know, give or take a few guys, be the top 10 at Pro Max. Yeah, give or take. I mean... you got Reese Bud, you got Ricky Latimer, <laughs> Isaac Ferguson, Jai Roberts, Levi Rogers, like... Jai those. Roberts, he's been racing a lot. He went from Harvey Bay down to... To East Coast. Canberra. Yeah. But it's I guess... good to see him back again after it that is, big crash in 19. I th- it's a... <laughs> He's got a really cool thing going on, doing his coaching program at his house. Yep. Like, I, I follow him. He's a good kid. Uh, that that crash was a really rough deal for him. I think you've seen it in the results where he's at right now. He's definitely working his way back in. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's We know he's got speed. It's just, is that how long is it going to take for that speed to get back to where it was? Or if it will, you know, coming back from a head injury is a really hard deal. Mm-hmm. Um the fact that he's backed it all, back at all after that. Oh, it's impressive. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, so, yeah. And here's the thing too, right? Like, do you remember... He rode really well in the 450 class though. Yeah. Okay. On a 250? Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I believe so. I reckon, I feel like Harvey Pay is one of those tracks where it'd be easier to go fast on a 250 than a, a 450. Yeah. But um, anyway, he... Uh, Sorry, regional races, state races. Mm. They haven't been this busy for a long time. Last year was massive for it. Because national racing got cut, everyone had to go back. And now I think people are seeing the value in... In going to that local race. Local racing. And it's really good for the sport. That's going to leave the Victorians out in a big way. Yeah. uh, No racing last year. You see a lot of Vic guys are going up. Yeah, a lot of the the pro level guy went up went up to Canberra. It was way too far for a lot of guys to go to Harvey Bay. Like that's a long long that's a trip long from Victoria. But I mean, you look at um, I mean, our first round of our state round is after the first round of the nationals. I think that's also an issue. Racing in Victoria at the moment, it's just getting left behind. It is. I don't know. Like four rounds of, of state racing, 
The Vicks, I, I, it's hard not to sound like you're talking shit or being critical. No, but, but it's not where it needs to it's be. It's not where it needs to be. Um, and I think it's very apparent in junior racing right now that, that the Vic juniors are getting... Smoked. Yeah, pretty Straight much up. getting left behind in, in a lot of classes. Not every class, no. but, you know, I remember... But here's the thing. Say your, your era of uh, Cody Dice, Taj Marshall, um, Cal Norton, uh, Mason Sammons, like that whole... They, they graduated in 16, so they were juniors. Yeah, 15, 16. So, like, 09 to 15 was, like, their junior five, six years, right? The racing hasn't changed in Victoria since then, no. but I think maybe the racing has changed everywhere, everywhere else. else, and I think that's why their juniors are starting to excel a little more than ours, maybe. Because um, there was a while there where even Mozik, Monya, mm. uh, Carafa, um, Keisha, um, I mean, geez, man, the list goes on. Yeah. Like that—that that was my childhood era, and I remember when I was a kid and I lived in Australia for a little bit. Like that group of riders was um, was fast, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like it was a fast, uh, a fast era. Um, but again, I don't really know what's changed as far as Vic. I think Vic's maybe the same. I think that might be the problem. Uh, but I don't—I mean, people hit us up, hit me up in the DMs, message the message. Me message Donnell, like let us know your thoughts on that. I know we've got a lot of Vic listeners, we've got a lot of interstate listeners as well. So um all I know is the Queensland kids right now are going fast as far as juniors. And I think it's because they have the opportunity to race more. They ra- and that is the problem within the sport in itself. People are not racing enough anymore. No. So what do you got in I know we focus heavily on Victoria, but that's where we're based, so we know what's going on down yeah, here. Yeah. You got four state rounds. Four state rounds, six regionals or Eight regionals. Yeah, depending on what region you're in, whether it's Northerns, Westerns, Skippies, yeah. whatever it is. There's yeah. just... So that's 10, 12 races. Is it enough? No. When I was a kid, you raced every weekend. You didn't have ride parks. You didn't have... There There was practice tracks. Hmm. But like, dude, our idea of a practice track was you just went... And rode. Well, whatever it was. If it was dusty, you rode. If it was muddy, you rode. Like, that's what it was. Nowadays... Kids it's are too l- picky. <laughs> Yeah, I am too. I'm a vet guy now. I don't yeah, want to get yeah. muddy. I don't want to get dusty. But yeah, but if you want to have a really like, if you want to have a real crack at racing, you got to be prepared to ride. However, it is. And I, I tell you what. So, side segue. Let's go back. We'll go to so MX. segueing from a segue. A segue. Yeah. Grayson, he's two and a half years old. Yeah, my son, and we've just started BMX racing. Yeah, yeah. So two rounds in, mm-hmm. um, club champs at Frankston. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, BMX racing, motocross can take a lot from that. Friday night race at a club level. Um, you rock up at 7 o'clock. Logistically, you can't compare the two events. You no, know, you, you can't got, run a motocross race on a Friday night. You could. And when I was a kid, there used to be night races, which were really popular. But anyway, what I'm getting at is, like, I know that there's there's no noise from the bikes. It's a 40-second lap or whatever mm. it is, and a minute lap, I don't know. He only does half the track right now on his strider. But, um Man, like the commentator, the event, the atmosphere, the music, everyone parks around the track. Mm. It's it's like the kids really enjoy it. It's low pressure, but it's a cool environment. They make a spectacle out of it. They do, which local racing, I think motocross is so like organization intensive just to get, you know, you've got medics, flaggers, Mm. start guy, gate guy, um, transponders, da-da-da, like the list goes on. Logistically, it's a lot harder to run a motocross race. Well, running a motorsports event as a professional organization Mm. is hard, let alone volunteers. So I get it. But all I'm saying is, is like, my kid, he leaves the track every... Friday night. Two times in a row now, he is stoked beyond belief. I don't see a lot of kids on 50s, like, they're stoked, but it's just not the same, you know? And, like, personally, I don't 
if he does get into motocross, he's not going to race 50s or 65s. He'll ride, but if he wants to race, he can race later on because I, I just don't think the environment for me right now, I probably wouldn't want my kid in that environment as a youngster racing. So I think they're a little too fragile mentally, and uh, I think it's too gnarly for him, honestly. Um, maybe I'll change. He's only two and a half, maybe as he gets a bit older, but that's where I'm at. And, and yeah, the local events, you know, like Nana Waddings and a Cross track up the road from here that used to do... Well, they were racing on Saturday. Yeah, they did, which is cool. Um, but they used to do Thursday night races when I was a kid. They used to be packed out, you know. they've There's room for that stuff. I think it's just, again, it's so hard for promoters to make money doing it, to make it worth the amount of time and investment to, I think the, to put it like on. The tracks are opening up a lot more now as well, which is a good thing because well, it's the same as racing. The RP, no, it's not. And getting and back are, to my point, it's... The RPA days are great. They're great. For but the sport to grow, that's good. Participation, yes. Racing, no. no. But the I don't know if the sport will ever get back to how it used to be with racing, you know. But uh, anyway, so MX1, Harvey Bay. Mm. Um, Top water sweeps. Yeah. It just goes 1-1-1. One, one, one. Evan's got third overall, I think. Yep. Yeah. Jai Walker, second. Yep. Riding the new Honda 450. Yep. Yeah, was a part of the uh, Ausbilt team. team. I don't think is any longer a part of the Ausbilt team. Won't speculate. I know there's probably some news coming soon on on all that, but uh, he's doing his own deal again in Queensland, I think. Yeah. Um, Jai Roberts fourth. Roberts so, fourth on the 250. So yeah. That's a that's a better like that's where Jai is. Yeah, and I think a lot of that probably the MX1 class wasn't as deep. But who was fifth? Ricky Latimer. Yeah. And then Kurt Gibbs. Yeah, but okay, so Gibbsy had an exploded wheel though. I think yeah, he was battling yeah, with yeah, Todd. He went to DNF two. So Yeah. Um Okay. Jake Moss. Ooh, and that's one thing we need to we mention. We do need to talk about that. The boys are back. The boys are back in town. Remember that song? Yes. I go outside. Yes, I know <laughs> you're just you're really young, so I don't know. Maybe you're just really old. <laughs> ah, anyway. Yeah, Moss, Moss is brothers. Back. All right, well let's segue into that. So Jake, you know, Jake went, I, he I got twelfth. I don't think Jake is doing it as hard. I think as Matt. I think no. Jake's focus is Supercross, from yeah. what I can tell. Um, but I, I've got a little insight because I manage some brands that are involved in their program a little bit. Um, we won't say the brands because um, hasn't been announced. hasn't been announced yet. But been talking to their kind of team manager. They've got their own deal going on. Again, I'm not going to talk about yeah. it any more than that. But. Um, you know, getting those guys some product supplied and getting things moving, and Matt's all in, and clearly from what from he, East Coast, from what he did East Coast, so he goes out, wins the first moto. Uh, I think he went two, one, two, something. Was yeah. It? Either way, he got the overall. Um, I think the first moto win was a big statement and a big helping factor to his overall because it looked like Cloudy went down in the first moto for some clips that I saw. Yeah. Uh, and some of the other heavy hitters didn't get the best start and whatnot. But <laughs> tell you who did get a start. Tillman Wills on, on a 350. 350. <laughs> yeah, Wills, he kills it. Yeah, he's just going to do what Wills he does. He does. He does. He's, um, he's such a talented rider. But yeah, Mossy... So his last year was 2016, midway through 2016. Um, everything went down. Everything went down. The the ban with Asada, uh, you know, he and Jake Moss were four-year scratch with the the drug um, performance enhancing, you know. Whatever it is. Everyone knows at this point yeah. what happened. We don't need to talk about it anymore. But you have to think 
at four, four years. Four years plus. But here's my theory, and I'm going to talk about this all year. Okay, if if this was a normal year, if 2021 had preceded 2020, and Todd Waters or Dean Ferris or whoever had gone out and won One. last year, Matt Moss coming back, it doesn't do what it's going to do because everyone's in their rhythm. Yeah, everyone's had a normal year of racing. Everyone's progressed another year. It's sort of a reset. It's now. a reset, dude. It's and a very even playing field. And it, do you rule out that Matt Moss wins MX1 this year? He's not going to win it. He's a contender. Wins he's, motos? He's going to win motos. He's going to be on the podium. I, I just don't think... I think Todd's just in a groove right now. Yeah, it's going to be tough for anyone. I, I don't know who's going to win, but I can tell you doing it as a, a privateer like he is. Mm. I, I'm trying to line up. We almost had him on today. But he's keeping a low profile right now, and we'll get him on before the start of the season. I hope. Um, we've got we've got one live show planned before the first round of Primex with this new deal we have with yeah. the, with the sponsor and everything. Uh, and I would love it's the Thursday night before Wontaggy, and it's down near Wontaggy. So if we can do it and get him on, I think that'd be really cool. That one's going to be live streamed on the Facebook as well. Um, that's going to be a cool show to start the year. So. Um, would love to get him on. Mm. He's doing it pretty gnarly right now. His program is not what people think, as in he's doing it himself. Yeah. Very hard to sustain that against Cloudy, Melross, Waters that have got factory support. Um, like, is is the heart there? It's my <laughs> dude. Of course it's there. <laughs> of course it's there. Um, it's going to be interesting, man. But, yeah, he... Anyone else takes four years off, they're done. They're done. You know, I mean, Mosey, he had that happen to him a couple of years back now, was it? Eight, 18, yeah. was it? 18? 18. I don't see K coming back in 2022 or yeah. 23. I don't know how long K's ban is, too. I think it might be longer. Yeah, I mean, we're talk, I'm talking hypothetically. Yeah. Hypothetically. hypothetically yeah. But, but K ain't going to come back. No. Nah. Um, and I really didn't think Matt would. I kept hearing the thing. And then he broke his leg really bad, yeah. like 18 months ago or whatever. And, you know, I was like, oh, whatever. You know, he's just talking, wants to come back, prove everyone wrong. And it's like, damn, he's coming back and proving everyone wrong. Yeah. Like, but there's nothing more dangerous to me than a pissed off Moss brother because <laughs> those guys, um, they're wide different. Yeah. Straight up. They want to win. They want to prove people wrong. Um, they got the ability to do it. They got the skills to do it. I think people forget that Matt went to AMA Supercross and was running really well in 14, was it? Yeah. Or 15, yeah, whatever year. Like, 14, 15. He was a world-class rider. Um, and like, yeah, it's, you lose, you get, obviously, you're going to lose speed not racing for four years, right? I don't think he's lost anything, but it's everybody else has yeah. gained. But I Like, the, know, speed's still gonna, the speed on a, on a bike's still going to be there. It's whether or not his racecraft's going to be... But I mean, clearly he's doing not not <laughs> like bad. Cloudy and all those boys who were riding East Coast on the weekend. Yeah, they're not slow. No, they're not. And it's going to be interesting. You know, what's really going to be interesting is Supercross too, because Mac can ride Supercross probably better than motocross. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's a contender for Supercross for a Supercross title. Um, depending on what Americans come over. If anyone, if someone gets hurt, does he get a fill-in ride somewhere to do on a factory team? Oh, I just don't think anyone touches him this year. No, no. And, and that's nothing against him. Yeah. I just don't think anyone's going to touch him this year. Right, yeah. Reset year. Reset year. Yeah, I just, I just think it'll, it'll maybe next year once he's proved himself. Um, maybe not. I mean, 
it's hard, you know, like he gets a taste for doing his own deal. Maybe next year he gets factory uh, bonus Support. program from yeah. someone. Maybe he doesn't need to do is it. I, it's hard to say, man. Like, I, I know there's is, is a, a few riders that I work with um, on the business side a little bit mm. and, and I, I don't see their contracts, but like I know I kind of help them out a little yeah. bit with, with things. And it's not what people think anymore. No. A lot of the factory contracts are not what people think. And and if you have your own program and you do have a business mind, to you, do it properly. you can do it yourself now. You know, it's not like back in the day where you you had you, to be on a CDR. You had to be yeah. On, so number one, make the that. money, and yeah. number two, to be competitive. Like I think the way the bikes are now, if you can get a couple sponsors and you can get a factory to underwrite your podium bonuses and your championship bonus, it's doable. Yeah, it, you know, you're probably not going to come out quite as you know, if Todd Waters was on uh, a factory Husky or factory Honda, you know, he is yeah. factory Husky, but he's not. Um, he's doing it all. He do his own program, basically, yeah. right? Um, he has a rig at the weekend and a mechanic. Yeah. You know, is he losing money doing it that way? Well, you look at all his other business ventures, his schools, his, his performance shop, his gear, his protein, everything else. He's probably not, um, he's not probably that. coming out probably the same, mm. but he's setting himself up for the future. So... You know, it's an interesting thing. But, yeah, Mossy. So, Cloudy gets the overall. <clears throat> uh, no, sorry. <clears throat> Mossy gets the overall. Cloudy wins, I think, the second the third. second and third motos. Yeah. But we can't find results. <laughs> I'm just going off Instagram and, and things that I've seen. I know Gibbsy led a moto for a while. I know Melros led a moto for a while. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's... it's um That Canberra track, too, It we, we have a... Yeah, there is a, a Prime X there this there. year. Yeah, we're going there. Probably should know that. Yeah. Um, we're going to drive a van there. You do. I think I'm going to be in the van with you, actually. I drove up there a couple of years ago for the two-stroke nationals. Um, it's a good track. It is, is it? a good track. It, it's an interesting track, as in uh, it's very scenic. Mm. Um, I think it's quite high speed. I, I don't know. It, it looked ruddy and kind of not. Like, ruddy and groovy, it wasn't that deep. Yeah. I wonder if they'll prep it different for the national. It's got a right-handed 180 start turn. Okay. First turn, which is pretty hectic. <laughs> like, it's a long start straight. And, and did you see Matt Moss's hole shot? Yeah. Like, outside gate. Yeah. Came all the way from the outside to a right-handed first turn and hole shot it. Like, it, it's... Tell you, it's going to be interesting with him factor. I think the races he's on at Primex this year are going to be very interesting. Um, One we have to talk about... Aaron Tanney on the gas gas at yes. uh, Harvey Bay had two DNFs. Ooh. Well, I don't know if it was a DNF and a D- and DNF start. Yeah, let's check his Instagram real quick. Like, the fact that when we had him on the show... Well, he'd only just he'd got a bike. He'd only just got a bike. And it's sort of like... That's not good for preparation because he said before that he hadn't ridden since he gave the Circo bike back and that was in like November or December. So he said, tough weekend, had good starts and speed, just need to put it all together. Uh, that's, that's the only sort of race report we got. Mm. Um, and there's a Instabanger video from the round. Let's watch this real quick. Great radio. Good start. <laughs> Lots of slow-mos. It's cool edit. <laughs> Doesn't say much about his weekend, but he's... Um, I mean, Tanny's always fast, dude. You yeah. Know that. But um, I, he'll pull it together. I, I don't know. He's a good 250 rider, but that, I'd say that 450 class right now, again, we'll cover this in in the, in the preview show and everything, but it's stacked. There's a lot of fast guys in 450s right now. Um, 
going to be interesting. So East Coast, I didn't really see any 250 results. Did you? Anything pop no. up for you? And we can't get it to work on their website? No. That's one thing. If anyone from East Coast MX is listening, just get your, get your tolling. And in in their defense, it is Monday morning. I don't care. And the race was yesterday. Well, they're not. Are they not using Speed Hive? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe they run their own transponder system. Yeah, okay. Speed Hive's great. Use Speed Hive. <laughs> then I can look at results. It's good for the fans. We need to know. But yeah. they, to be fair, they probably haven't had this much interest in a race in... Oh. Just because all the pro guys were there. I mean, I know a lot of the pro guys do East Coast. But and it's very popular. Yeah. I think I think from a participation standpoint, it's a big series. Oh, big series. Big series. Um, so hats off to those guys for running a, a cool series. But... Um, who else was at East Coast? I know, like, Webster went up from Vic. I know... Um, Duffy went up, didn't have... I think he was fifth or sixth from yeah. what I saw, um, in qualifying at least. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, Here's the other thing with preseason races, though. Um, it doesn't mean shit. <laughs> it doesn't mean shit. As in, a lot of guys excel at preseason when the pressure's not on. Mm. Uh, a lot of guys don't really put in 100%. Like I'll take you way back before you were you were born. Before I was born. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, when I lived in the UK, there was a pre-season race uh, every year. It was a track in the UK near my house called Canada Heights. Uh, it was in March. Like There was like uh, a, a pre-season race in France and there was a pre-season race in, uh, in the UK before the first GP. Tortelli, DeMaria, Everts, like all these big MHGP guys from the 90s. Like I'm talking, I was a kid, I was like six, seven. I just remember going to it every year. And those guys would show up, they'd get their start money, they'd test, you know, yeah, they'd race. Yeah, testing. But they weren't, and, and I, we'd always be, and like Mark Eastwood or like the local UK MXGP like pro back then. Yeah. Like he'd be running up front and, and all the English guys, would be, like the crowd would be going crazy losing it because they're beating these like Everts was world champion he'd come do it Tortelli was 125 world champ he came and did it yeah um, and we'd be like oh man like these UK guys they're in for a shot at the world championship this year you know they're beating these because we get were, to round one well I was a kid I didn't know any better and like we were inexperienced you back still don't then. know any better probably not <laughs> good thing I don't have a show where people listen to my opinion <laughs> um, but then you'd get to the first round of GPs and they'd be lapping those guys. Yeah. So like Tortelli Everts, they'd be winning and lapping the UK guys. And it was such a reality check of, wow, until it matters, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know, and that's, you see it in Supercross, press day, heat races, practice. Qualifying, even. So that's a good, let's talk about Supercross. Because uh, um, we Hunter haven't got talked a podium. about Hunter got a podium. He rode really well. Um, that was he got cool. a heat race win at Daytona. That That's really going to do cool. massive things for his Yeah, he's and I love how he's not taking risk. He's staying healthy. Like you could, you saw on obviously you didn't watch the mains yet. You said, but I watched no, them last I, night. I was busy doing shit. Um, that's normally me. I normally watch them on like a Wednesday or something. Normally, like I'm that. the one. Like I watch the. I've seen the results and stuff like that because it's very important. That I watch. The funny thing is, I watch qualifying. Yeah, but then I had to go out, so I uh, I watched qualifying and killed it in Pulp Fantasy this week. So. Everyone that's uh, in the league with me, just be ready because I'm coming back. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm just dodging. Um, got phone calls coming in. It's Monday morning. So we were supposed to have this finished before nine, but, you know, won't point fingers. <laughs> so what was I going to say? Um, yeah, Hunter had the, the shot at going with Smith and Hamaker. Mm. Hamaker, big fan. Awesome. By the way. Yeah. 
Jordan Dude, Smith. Did you see? Um, hang it up. Did you see how? Oh, you haven't yet. Wait till you watch the main Hammocker's start. I watched the start of the two fifty main. His start and first straight. Mm. Oh man! I sent up to where Smith crashed, which. Yeah, I mean, look. So Hunter had the chance to go with those guys. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like if he could have pushed and been a little more on the edge, he could have ran with them. But he, he's like, no, I'm building slowly. I don't want to get injured anymore. Fantastic, great ride for Hunter. Hammocker, kid's legit. Mm. Jordan Smith, I don't know, man. Like, the fact that... How many times can you... Have an opportunity and just brain like, yourself? I don't know. Like He went off the track. How many races has he crashed out this year? They've had three rounds. Three. He's crashed out all three? Yeah. I think so, yeah. 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 Or at least like in a heat race or something. He has crashed at all three events, whether that was it was in the, the main or not. I said, like, at the start of the year, I was always confused why March Banks got dropped from PC. Yeah. Daytona winner... Comes out at round one, gets third, right? And you're going, Mitch said that he wanted guys that could win or, you know, that were fast all the time. But then you have Jordan Smith. Yeah. Who's... Well, he's fast all the time. But he crashes all the time. I know. I, d- I don't know. Are you better off with a guy who's going to consistently finish fifth or are you better off with a guy who could win and then finish 17th or not finish at all? Here's the thing, though, right? March Banks, this is just my team manager hat I'm putting on. Where did March Banks finish on the weekend? Seventh. Seventh. Or eighth. Yeah, so he's gone three, five, seven. Okay. Did you see March Banks on TV at all? No. No. Did you see Smith on TV? Briefly. Nah, quite a bit. Between the heat race and the main, mm. you saw Smith on TV a lot, right? That, I think, is... Um, March Banks got fifth. Okay, fifth. But either way, Smith factored in the front. Mm. You know, maybe maybe Mitch just hedges his bets. He's like, look, I'm paying... The, he's probably not paying Smith a lot now. He's probably paying Smith three-tenths of fuck all because he hasn't finished for years on end, right? I'm not... It's just the truth. Yeah. And he's like, well, he's going to run up... He's like a Marty. He's going to run up front. He's going to hole shot. Yeah. And he's going to make the highlight reel on Sports Center for some crazy crash. Like, that crash was gnarly. Yeah. You know? Hard. Um... It just, I don't know. But yeah, Hamaker, that, that was really impressive. I think McAdoo's the real deal. Justin Cooper, I don't know how you don't get a good start on a style Yamaha. It's like two rounds in a row now that he hasn't got a start. Um, but he's still in the title. It's like six points yeah, between it's them. Not, like, it's, it's nothing. I still like Cooper for the title. I think down the stretch he'll pull it out. Yeah. but um, I really like McAdoo, and I think... I like McAdoo. Like, I got a lot of time for him. He's a cool dude. Um I've liked him since... Remember when he filled in for Uribe over yeah, here? Yeah, when we met him over... When he was over here riding for Uribe. Yeah, I... Because no Kids one... genuine ass. Like, I, I didn't know... Um, no one knew he was coming over. No, until first. he was here. <laughs> well, I was at the Supercross track with Andy Dinicol. Yeah. Um, it was back when I was coaching. We were at a private track near here. And uh, and this, this Penrite Honda rolls down the hill. No numbers. No numbers. No jersey, and no. literally doesn't say anything. Rolls onto the track. And just starts And just shredding. starts hammering. Yeah. And we're like, who the f- is that? Yeah. It's just one of them weird moments where you're like, what is going on? And then Andy and Cameron know each other from the States. Yeah. So then he, he does like a warm-up moto, pulls in, and he takes his helmet off. Yeah. And I didn't actually know what he looks like. I'd never seen him without his gear on. And then they're like, bro and dad, oh, what's up, man? And I'm like... Uh, What's that? And yeah. he's like, oh, I'm Cameron. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, you are really... Fucking fast. Really fast. Well, he was... A, was he on um, Geico at that point? I think he'd had his fill-in year either with Geico or he'd gone to TLD. You know when he did that yeah. bounce around a couple of years? But either way, super... Like, really nice kid. Chatted to everyone at the track and was going 
insanely fast. Like tried this quad, over jumped it, launched the berm into the bushes. <laughs> like he you know that track too. It's um, geez, my phone won't stop this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that track too. Like there's some. What's I'm saying? You, you know that track. Big rhythms in that track. Long rhythm lanes, and you don't want to go off the berms. No, there's a lot of things. That it's into the abyss. Snake pits, and there's a, a big water feature. <laughs> there's a lot of trees. He managed to thread the needle through the trees, and anyway, yeah. but yes, yeah, so a Macadoo super impressive. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so he's leading the title, which is cool. You know, three rounds in, I think I still think Hunter's it's good. Yeah, Hunter's been consistent. Sixteen points or something. I think it is. Um, Jordan Bailey was good at Daytona. That was really cool to see. So yeah. Styles Robertson, he's been doing, doing well. Yeah. The rookies, some of the star rookies are struggling, but geez, we're 40 minutes in. We're going to wrap this up soon. Yeah. But um, what we need to talk about. Well, so, we need to talk about 450s. Well, we need to talk about 450s, but one other thing before we move to 450s. Yeah. I know it's not a very big series, but it's still pretty impressive that Kyle Peters went 20 from 20 in Arena Cross. Dude, that's super impressive. Like, Peters still sold me a van. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to let no. that go. Um, it cost me a lot of money. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, super impressive. 20 from 20. Super impressive. 20 from 20. And But does anyone forget when he rode for Factory KDM over here and won at Toowoomba? Mm. Like the, he's very talented. Um, 2016, do you remember? And then he rode Supercross for yeah. Cowie that year, I think. But like MPE or... That yeah, it was... Uh, Troy Carroll's factory yeah. Cowie team back then and, and the kid can ride man and, and 20 from 20 he'd have made some not bad money at Arena Cross this year doing that 100% uh, and and he's still a legit Supercross guy like you see where he was finishing well, he got where he, he got 12th on the weekend yeah which man jumping into Supercross after be doing Arena Cross like that's impressive so um, hats off to Peters but alright 450 class um, Web Wagon is rolling it's I don't see him stopping from here. No, it's done. And Kenny coming out and talking shit and going, you know, if he wants to play those games, I'll play those games. That's when you knew it was done. Yeah, you played the game. Yeah. You can't play. If you say you like to play games, play the fucking game. Because clearly it's not fucking working for you. (laughs) You got seventh in a heat race. Remember the meme I showed you when Christian Craig said that earlier in the year? Like, oh, let's play games. And he's like, you ain't got to lie, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) But... um, that's Cooper's game, yeah. getting a reaction. Yeah. As soon as Kenny gave him the reaction. Yeah. Is he? Is Cooper back to where he was in the 250s for those years where he was just... Oh, I think he's back to where he was in 19 when he won the title. Oh, as yeah. in like, I think he was just getting going in 20 before he crashed at Arlington, remember? And, yeah, and, and went onto back, the concrete. And then they went into the break and... But uh, Webb, dude, did you see him just straight up move Dino? Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. Dude. First rhythm, yeah. Panic revs the last one, and just moves Dino out the way, <laughs> like in a spot where. Don't even get me started on the track again. It's a bullshit track again. I, I can't deal with these tracks this year. Um, but we'll talk about it in a sec. But Webb moves Dino in a place where it's a ninety degree left hander off a rhythm. You should not be able to make a pass on the inside. I don't care if you're passing a lapper. You can't make that move. He made the move. Done. You saw Roxon trying to go through the field. It was next to impossible. Um, I don't understand the tracks this year. I don't understand them. Is it because they've got to try and turn them around so quickly? Like, we're going to have three in a, in Arlington. This, yeah, but... We've got another race in two days. Yeah, we do, and I get that. And I'm not saying logistically it's easy. Like, At least we've got a series. I, but. I, I put a thing up on in, on Instagram the other day, and I actually I'd said, what does everyone think of the tracks? I did, like, a poll. Mm. 
And, you know, like Josh from ProTrax hit me up and, and he was explaining it's not as simple as you think. I'm like, I, I don't pretend to be a track builder or, or know how easy it is to build a track in a stadium. It would be logistically a nightmare to turn them around and do all the shit they got to do. But it doesn't matter. A little bit. The tracks suck this year. Like, they're just no good for racing because... Well, you look at how they were turning the tracks around in Salt Lake. Mm. Like, same vibe. Like, they did seven rounds in, like, three weeks, right? Yeah. Those tracks weren't that bad. They like weren't. They weren't great. Some, some were bad. Some, some were bad, were but better. some were better. But they're not as bad as what we've seen this year. Well, to me, when every Houston you, tracks were bullshit. If there's more than two 90s mm. uh, end-to-end, mm. which they've been doing a lot of lately. So, and here's my other thing, right? Put 90s in, fine. But put a 90 in where if you go wide, mm. you're going to do a three or a four yeah. over something high that you can't do from the inside. Yeah. But all these 90s on the weekend... And, and the whole track, this is my perspective on it. Like, again, was never an elite supercross guy, but you can tell watching if, if all these rhythms, you're, you're, you hit something off, the, you can tell when they're hitting something off the seat and stretching. There was a couple threes and fours that they were doing that they were stretching, but they weren't any faster than, than going three on off. Yeah. Right. Three in on off was the same as going four over or whatever it was. Right. But they were scrubbing off the seat on everything. And as soon as you see guys, like there was that double before the stadium, triple before the finish. Yeah. That whole section is a waste of time because everyone, yeah, and the rhythm before it, you know, everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's jumping through the nine whoops that were there that were the size of... No one can hit a set of whoops, it seems. And the, whoop, and the whoops don't seem to be making it to the fucking night show. They get to the first heat and they're broken down that much that they can't Yeah, and, and that's a consequence of more track time and four strokes. But... If they made them bigger, it got, you know, and I, that I just, was a, you know, that, but I will say it, this, it like, put someone like, you know, someone like Malcolm Stewart, who just fucking kills it through whoops. He nearly killed himself oh, trying to kill Jason <laughs> Anderson. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> that aside. Yeah. His whoop speed, and we've seen it all the way through his career because he's just like his fucking brother. Yeah. It, in some ways, the whoop speed is there. Yeah. And... It seems like this new wave of riders that's come through, your webs, your moose cans, your rocks and rocks and maybe not so much, but whoop speed isn't a thing that's separating guys anymore. Nah, and I think it's smart for them to ride that way. As in Web Web is a racer and he prepares for the last ten minutes of the main when you're jumping through the whoops. So he knows he doesn't have to blitz them because they're never gonna be there anymore. And I think a lot of guys are like I blitz whoops like Malcolm or Craig or whoever it is the old school mentality, but it doesn't help them when the tracks get so tore down now. Like, like that's why I'm not a fan well, of Why that. are the tracks getting, like, is it, I get that the 450s and even 250Fs, they're going to break the track down so a lot more than, say, a 252 stroke or a 125. Well, it's that, and it's the longer track time. Mm. You know, it's the long races. That long 250 main before the longer 450 main, mm. like the 250 main is long as the 450 main used to be. Yeah. Yeah. So that's extra laps. Then you got, a 450 main, which is sometimes like 10 minutes longer than it used to be when there's a short lap time, it just destroys the tracks. And it, it, it doesn't make for good racing. But again, where where were all the passes being made on that track on the weekend? The split lane where the wall was, yep. the fast turn in, yep. the fast turn out. And even though the whoops sucked, that that straight of whoops, like the, anytime the track is open and guys can move around, in my opinion, promotes better racing. Or at least if there's five ruts in every turn, there's a high rut, low rut. There's a cut line and a high line, and it, it makes for corner passes. But when you've got 90s and spin and go 180s, yeah. 
with, with no right. And I guess you can't blame the track crew for the dirt. Like it dried out. Like what are you going to do, right? Yeah. But I just, man, the way these 450s are now, if the guy in 25th or 30th is doing the same rhythm as the guy in first, or it's say fifth, fifth like maybe because yeah. like the top five were doing some things that people weren't doing. Yeah. But when fifth to 30th is doing the same thing, that's a problem. Yeah. Because fifth is Tomac and Rock Lessinger and like world-class guys. Um, that's a problem, dude. And I don't know how they fix it. I know that, that you know, they want to keep the risk down, but when the jumps are easy to do and they're poppy and they're tight pockets, it's really hard for those guys to do anything different. Yeah. In my opinion. And uh, talking about Plessinger. Hey, Aaron is back. Wow. That heat race was yeah. like, yeah. where has that guy been for the last two and a half years? Where's that bike been for the last two and a half years? Uh, I don't know, but impressive. Is it, he's gone back to star. They started doing some more testing. I think it's that he hasn't been injured and then he just needed to know he could do it. And he, and he did it at Daytona yeah. and that's all yeah. these guys. And that was the thing too. He had to really back it up this week because doing it at Daytona is a different thing to doing it. Like, yeah, like, you can march yeah. bags wins Daytona and gets dropped, but right. you can see like a heat race win and a fifth, fifth? yeah, dude, yeah, that's like, huge. That's huge. You know they'll they'll re-sign him off of that. Yeah, well, he's clearly the best guy. Our maybe Malcolm's a bit better at the moment. Yeah, Malcolm's like rock solid, consistent top five guy until I don't get Anderson put a block on him, mm. but he didn't hit him hard, and then Malcolm tried to send Anderson into like the stratosphere. And then Malcolm ended up shoulder charging the concrete. Like, that would have hurt, man. Yeah. If Mookie wasn't built like a predator, he probably would have broke something. But, um, yeah, that whole deal. Roxon, not good, man. Tomac. Even worse. Even worse. Barsha was solid. Yeah. Barsha, Anderson, solid. That's big for that group, too. It is. Anderson was really solid. That was impressive. The he, fact He took a few guys out to get there, but... Yeah, it is what it is. Got to do what you got to do, right? Um, Eli's counting me out of the title now. Like, after he won Daytona, you're like, if he gets on a roll here, he could bring himself back into it. He does what Eli does, goes out and gets an eighth. Yeah. it. I think it's a sign of the tracks. Yeah? Honestly, I do. I think that when we get to Atlanta and we're in the speedways... As soon as the tracks get high speed again... You I watch. don't. I, you see, Eli's gonna. He could easily win all three of those. Yeah, but at this point, it doesn't matter, and that's the problem now. Yeah, as in it for his championship. Yeah, it's done. The only hope Roxon has got is that Webb gets hurt. Webb. Well, no, nah, that Tomac wins now, and Webb doesn't. And Webb doesn't, and Roxon can get some seconds and thirds, and Webb gets some thirds and fifths, and you know, because you're yeah. not going to win a title getting sixth place when the guy. Well, that's fighting his, again is consistently top two. That's his scratch round. That has to be the last outside of the top five for Roxon. But it's got to be the last off the podium. Really, it's it's going to come down to it now. Like it's getting a you know because it's only round ten yesterday, but round thirteen is done on a week's time. Yeah. So then you got four rounds left. Yeah. Round twelve would be done in a week's time. 10, 11, 12. Sorry, so then you got five yeah. rounds left, yeah. and three of them are at Atlanta, Atlanta and two are at Salt Lake. Yeah. So in the two weeks off, and then we go back to back, I think. Yeah. It's not going to take very long. So momentum is huge. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting, man. Um, did you see the LCQ in the 450s? No. Oh, you didn't? Oh, we got to watch it. You bit. need to watch it. Yeah. Last lap, five of them going for the, the top four spots. 
in the last two turns. It was. Hectic. Is there anything better than an LCQ to watch? Me and like uh, I know that I know the speed's not there and the technique and they're not hitting the big rhythms and it's not the big names, but that's fucking heart. It, like it, it's so gnarly. Like being in that race would be so fun slash terrifying. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, it would be. It would be gnarly, but. You got to watch it. It's very yeah. entertaining. I, I know. I was. I got caught up yesterday doing some shit. So that's cool. All right, look, guys. It has been an hour on the dot. It's Monday morning. <laughs> We've just talked dribble for an hour. Yeah, I think people. If think anyone took shit. anything knowledgeable out of today, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, it's content. We got listener base. They want. They want to listen to the show. And uh, and <laughs> I like these shows because it's a little look. We got some real like public shows coming up soon we're going to announce that soon so yeah, in the meantime we're get serious in a minute if you know i just wanted to do a fun show before the season kicks off and it gets a little bit more serious but uh with that being said um inside dirt.com.au there's content going out today if donnell pulls his finger out Fuck. uh there is going to be new content on the youtube this week with the rig and duffy interview um thanks for listening we had a lot of great shares a lot of great numbers to all the new listeners that listen to the Regan interview um Thank you for following us on socials. Thank you for listening to the show. We've, yeah, I think we had a, before you wrap it up, I think a lot of people like those one-on-one. They do. We need to do more of them. Mm. Um, and it's something I'm going to endeavor to do. Uh, again, time is of the essence with this stuff. And, yeah. and it takes a long time to line these writers up and get them in and, and post-production and get them edited. But I think you've got to do a Matt Moss one. Yeah, I want to. I really do. Um, that would be interesting. Um, so, yeah. Inside Dota.com, there'll be more content coming soon. Please share it, like it, tell your friends, tell your family, had your kids, had your wife. <laughs> Inside Dirt is uh, is coming in hot for 21, and we will announce some new uh, shows and new partners for the 21 Primax series probably next week, so keep an eye out for that. We've got a new live show that's going to do the preview for the Primax series uh, the week of, so we'll announce that in a few weeks as well. Um, that being said... Uh, we're going to get to work now. Got to, got to pay some bills in the ID Media Group. Oh, damn. It's business structure. It's 9.40. I've got a lot of calls to get to. So thanks for listening. And we will be back soon. And I'm driving the... You're doing the buttons today. I'm doing this the buttons very today. interesting to watch. So I, I just want to see if you don't... I press this one. Yeah. Do this one. Peace out. Peace out, guys. Later.